Virtual Legality is a YouTube video series with audio podcast versions presented as commentary and for education and entertainment purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you have legal questions about the topics discussed, please consult your own legal counsel. Honestly, you don't want to be taking generic legal advice from a YouTube channel or podcast in any event. On with the show. Good evening and welcome to another Virtual Legality. I am your host, Richard Hogue, managing partner of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And this evening, I'm hoping that we're going to have just a short little video, but something popped up into my news feed this afternoon on Twitter and some other places that I wanted to talk to you all a little bit about because it's something that I've been thinking about for many, many years since way back when, since I was a teenager. And it's the nature of pre-orders and the relationship that people have especially now with kind of the online network infrastructure, digital purchases available, but in particular, physical pre-orders that are available at specialty locations. Primarily tonight, we're going to talk about GameStop, and that is in the shadow of a story that came out today about a very limited edition item that GameStop has had to do some, uh, maybe not so unusual things for them, but still unusual, especially for the folks that had them on pre-order. So, uh, with that being said, I'm going to click on over to the article here, which I have from uh, Polygon. And it says, GameStop cancels Kingdom Hearts 3 special edition PS4 pre-orders, infuriating fans. Unforeseen e issue equals sold more pre-orders than we had consoles. Uh, and it's got a picture here of uh, Sora and, and Remy from uh, Ratatouille. And it says, GameStop canceled an unknown number of pre-orders for a special edition Kingdom Hearts 3 PlayStation 4 Pro because it sold too many of them. Customers who had their orders canceled were sent an email informing them of the problem, along with a $25 coupon code for a future GameStop order. Obviously, these customers were not charged for the canceled order. The email called it an unforeseen issue, but in a tweet this afternoon, the retailer said it oversold its allotment of pre-orders. And here's the tweet. It is. It's from 3.48 p.m. this afternoon. It's from GameStop official, and it says, Due to an error, which can be taken any number of ways, we oversold on pre-orders for the limited edition Kingdom Hearts 3 PlayStation 4 Pro, an entire console, and unfortunately some orders had to be canceled. Guests who had an order canceled will receive a $25 gift coupon. We apologize for the inconvenience and frustration this has caused. Uh, now, obviously, $25 gift coupon isn't nothing, uh, but it certainly isn't the limited edition Kingdom Hearts 3 PlayStation 4 Pro that people had sought after and that they had pre-ordered uh, when it was announced uh, almost immediately, uh, I think earlier this month or maybe at the end of December. Uh, and what you've got now is a situation where people had either put down payments down or, or depending on what GameStop's requirements were, not done that, but were going to pay when the consoles were delivered to them. And they're not going to get them anymore. And we're going to get to the part of the story that really makes everybody uh, sad, and that's about the exclusivity of this product in particular. But I wanted to talk about the nature of pre-orders today, uh, because I think common intuitive knowledge is that pre-ordering means that you are at least uh, morally, if not legally, guaranteed a product. And I think 
normal people who don't look at terms and conditions, who aren't reading the bottom of all the long form receipts that might get printed out at the Walmart or otherwise really diving deep into what the legal rights and obligations of various parties are in the commercial transactions with which they enter into, especially on a entertainment or consumer basis, aren't really reflecting on what it means to pre-order something. And I don't blame them one little bit. But I wanted to make this video because I think as this happens more and more, and this has happened all over the place, this has happened with Best Buy, this has happened with GameStop, this has happened with Amazon, I don't want to single out any particular retailer <clears throat> for any particular reason, but I do want to point out what pre-ordering means and what it doesn't mean. And in this case, in, in the digital marketplace, in video games, in console sales, in the industry that we love and that we uh, have our hobbies in and our passions about, it means almost nothing. And the reason it means almost nothing uh, is the terms and conditions that these companies enter into. And I'm going to start with GameStop, and you're going to see these, and you're going to nod your head, and you're going to understand what they're saying. But I'm also going to look at a couple of other places, because that GameStop isn't the only ones that have these kinds of draconian policies that indicate that their pre-orders really don't mean anything. Uh, and there are reasons for that. Some are okay, some are not. Uh, but to start out with, let's take a look at what they actually say about pre-orders. So right now I've gone to the GameStop Power to the Players internet website, and uh, we've looked up the pre-orders fact. They're, they're frequently asked questions is how they define what this is, and it's in their help section. GameStop itself, and I looked around for a little while, doesn't have what I would describe as a formalized terms and conditions document. They do have one for the actual access to the GameStop.com site, and that is useful, and I recommend checking it out, and I recommend checking out all the terms and conditions you can stand, especially if you're not a lawyer, for anything that you're using on a regular basis, because there are gotchas, and there are little things in there that are interesting, uh, and it might be the case that when we start looking at more of the kind of networked environment games later on this year, the Anthems and the Division 2s of the world, I might dive into one of the end-user license agreements and just kind of talk about what all is in there, just so that we can reflect on it, and so you have somebody that actually does this for a living that looks at these contracts, that drafts these contracts for industries, for commercial enterprises, uh, as as opposed to consumers very often, uh, and talk to you about what every specific kind of item means, or at least the items that are of high relevance to you. Uh, but looking at this GameStop document, it's very lightly written. It's not legalese. It's what we would call a plain English approach. But we see that they have divided pre-orders into a couple of sections. They've got a low price guarantee. They say we'll change the price. They talk about what payment processing is, when your credit card is going to be charged, because that matters obviously a lot to people. Their availability of promotional items, delivery, pre-order release dates. And the big item here, and you see it highlighted on my screen, is availability. And let's take a look at the language that they actually electively use. Occasionally, manufacturers will limit the amount of a product available. Now, in the real world, manufacturers limit the uh, amount of product available uh, entirely because we don't have infinite resources. As my old economics professor would say, the study of economics is the study of unlimited desires against restricted resources and limited ends. And so GameStop's no different. Manufacturers are no different. Square Enix, Sony, Nintendo, none of these are different. Manufacturers will produce what they produce. And obviously, if GameStop's got pre-orders on file, those are essentially pre-registered sales. So you would assume that most manufacturers will get those out the door. But when we talk about very specifically limited edition items, that it can't always be the case. And so like we've seen in this Kingdom Hearts scenario, the manufacturer has limited the amount of product available. They don't have enough for GameStop's orders to be fulfilled. 
if this happens, we will process the online orders in the order in which they were received. Now, the lawyer in me says, okay, there should be one more line here that says, uh, to the extent that we don't have enough and we have processed all that we have, everybody else is canceled. Uh, and that's implied in this language, and certainly you wouldn't really have a leg to stand on to fight against that interpretation if you were to come up against GameStop. But this language is what GameStop says uh, covers them, right? They've got a pre-order. You've put down money. You've said, hey, I want to get that Kingdom Hearts console. And Square Enix says, hey, we're only making however many thousand we're making. GameStop has 3,000 extra or whatever. That's a, a hypothetical. We didn't get numbers released from GameStop on this. And GameStop says, hey, we can only fulfill what we can fulfill. And so we're canceling the rest of your orders. But from the consumer side of things, you were sitting here with a receipt in your pocket or an email in your inbox that says, I've got this. I've got this on lockdown. Maybe you traded in your other PlayStation 4 if you had one already. Maybe you made other steps that you relied on this promise. Uh, but it's not anything that GameStop has to legally respond to. And that's part and parcel to why I often recommend to people that ask me that maybe aren't as familiar with the video game industry. I have a lot of colleagues that are either buying games for uh, their kids or for other folks, or they're trying to get into gaming for the first time. They talk to me about pre-orders because the GameStops of the world, the Best Buys of the world, the retailers in general of the world have done a good job making pre-orders seem like a, a necessary evil in terms of getting your hands on day one products and, and getting your hands involved in the, the zeitgeist hype cycle of the video game industry. Uh, but at the end of the day, GameStop says right here, hey, if we don't have all that we have promised, then we're going to do this in order that they were received and we're going to move on. Now, that's just the GameStop website. If we take a look at their uh, pre-order for pickup at a store policy, so this is interacting uh, more directly with your store, and this is the same kind of policies that would be reflective of the terms and conditions that you would enter into at their physical premises. We've got a slightly different site, but similar concepts. They talk about how you pre-order for pickup at a store and how that process works. And they also have an availability section. This language in their availability section for pickup at a store is perhaps even a touch harsher than what we saw being discussed in the GameStop website terms and conditions. And this says, GameStop reserves the right to limit quantities pre-ordered and may cancel pre-orders at its discretion. So let's say just for a moment, Square Enix had plenty of consoles to release to players, uh, but GameStop saw uh, on the side screen that these things were so popular that they were already having versions go up on eBay for triple the price or quadruple the price. GameStop has reserved the right here, and from a lawyer's perspective, it's not necessarily a bad reservation, but it's certainly not one that's consumer-friendly. They've reserved the right to say, hey, uh, we think that you guys are, are moving copies in a, a way on eBay, and we are only going to limit it to one per person, or we're going to limit it to two per person or something like that. Or even more draconian, if you want to think of GameStop as just deciding to go into a side business, they could see all that money, see it as being very lucrative, and they could just cancel all the pre-orders and put them all up on eBay themselves. Now, that would be a violation of their own uh, retail contracts, so that's not a thing that can happen, so don't worry about that. Lawyers, if you haven't worked with one, are charged with coming up with the parade of horrible things that can happen based on contract language. And so my job, maybe 50% of it, is coming up with 
every single possible way a sentence could be read to a horrible, horrible end for my own client or for my side of the argument. So when I look at a provision like this, you see GameStop can cancel it for its own discretion. It's not even a promise that, hey, if they run out, we'll cancel it. It's, hey, we can cancel it for any reason. We can decide uh, we don't want to serve you. Pre-orders don't mean anything to us. They are essentially just trying to lock down a place in line, and it's a place in line that we can disregard at our discretion. And so when I talk to people about pre-orders, I try to impart on them, hey, it's not the worst idea in the world. Most times it's going to work out for you if you put some money down at Amazon, you put some money down at GameStop, you put some money down at Best Buy. Most of the time it's going to be okay. But those times when it's not okay are the really bad times. Those are the times that you're probably not going to be able to replace the order anyway. So you want to have backup plans. You want to have other kind of concepts that you're going to work through uh, in order to get the product if it really is that important to you. Or you're going to want to wait until it's actually out. And in the case of software, you're going to want to think about potentially going digital uh, if that's something that appeals to you uh, or having other methods of getting these products. Because the actual terms and conditions of the GameStops of the world are that they can cancel them whatever they want. And if the manufacturer doesn't deliver to them what they... Uh, got pre-orders for, then you're just out of luck. So you get a situation where if you really want something that's a limited edition and presuming it's available at multiple stores, you really have to think about potentially pre-ordering at multiple stores, really going through the hassle of returning things and, and not believing that any one reservation is actually a promise that you're going to get the product. Now, I want to go back to the Polygon article that we started this with because that's where the real sad part of this story kind of comes in. They did an article that talks about a number of tweets that show people being angry. I'm heartbroken. I traded in my old PS4 to pay for this console and bundle. Uh, they, some people blaming GameStop's policies for taking pre-orders and encouraging pre-orders at the, at the checkout line, period. And I don't know whether that was a factor in this. This was actually a very short run of pre-order possibilities. You see here at the end of the article, the $399 Kingdom Hearts 3 limited edition PS4 Pro is exclusive to GameStop and EB Games in the United States and Canada. And that's and that's where you get burned. GameStop has these terms and conditions. They can stop things whenever they need to. And they're the only place that sells this thing. So these people that are getting burned today are the ones that said, oh my gosh, a Kingdom Hearts 3 PS4 Pro. That is exactly what I want. You can take a look at the pictures of the thing here i thought but it doesn't look like we actually have any pictures on this particular uh, article oh we do at the bottom and it, you say hey it's pretty cool it's a, at least a unique design it's got kind of some uh, arcana on the, the front and on the top as well as on the controller and it's and it's different uh, it's somewhat classy it's not some of the more garish collector's editions you'd see you could see why this would appeal to people and as much as i can sit here and say as a lawyer hey don't pre-order things people because you know, it's not anything that is actually going to be worthwhile to you in terms of you don't have any promises from the other side. As long as you know what you're getting into, which is, hey, you're taking a bet that they're going to get you the product. And if they don't get you the product, you might get a $25 gift card, which isn't the worst thing in the world. Uh, but you shouldn't uh, invest your heart into the knowledge that you are going to have this product when all is said and done. It's very similar to uh, when my family and I went out to buy a house and you put down an offer on a house or you put down an offer on a piece of real estate for your co uh, commercial business or anywhere else. And <clears throat> the one thing that the real estate agent tells you and the one thing the lawyer would tell you in the commercial context is, you know, don't fall in love with the product. Don't fall in love with the property 
because you never know. You don't know when that uh, thing's going to fall apart. You don't know whether the people that are going to sell it to you are going to agree to sell it to you. You don't know whether there's going to be an inspection that's going to go wrong. And pre-ordering should be thought of in that same way. Um, and I really, really, really empathize and I understand with the people that are saddened and you have every right to be saddened. Uh, but I think if everybody kind of has a greater clarity as to what the actual legal rights and obligations are here, you'll understand when you put that money down that it's essentially across your fingers and hope that they have enough product for you or that you got into line fast enough uh, because that's what the GameStop terms and conditions are and they're the only ones that have it for sale. Now they do mention EB Games. There are a couple things I want to mention about EB Games. One is that they are owned by GameStop. They've been owned by GameStop for some time. Uh, they are essentially the international GameStop label. But if we actually go to the EB Games terms and conditions, you see even a slightly stronger version of what we saw in respective GameStop. And we see language here that is very similar. And we see errors in product availability offers to purchase. In addition, in supplementary to the provisions of the purchase terms and conditions stated below, EB Games may at any time without any prior notice or liability to any website user, correct any error, inaccuracy, or omission, change the products and services available on the website or the prices, fees, and specifications of such products and services or any promotional offers and any other website com content, and limit quantities available for sale, presumably as a lawyer, inclusive of the number zero. So they can change whatever they want, whenever they want, as long as the product and the money hasn't fully exchanged hands. And then you see that right at the end here. Acceptance of orders. We may limit quantities available for sale or sold, and we reserve the right at any time to reject or correct any order for any reason whatsoever. They reserve the right to reject an order for any reason whatsoever. And believe me, even though it says pre-order, even though the word order is in there, it's not an order until everything is all done. Everything has been exchanged. The products have been sent out. The money has exchanged hands. That's when an order is an order. Otherwise, they can change anything they want about it at any time and for any reason. And we see that reflected in other kind of ma major parties in this space. So I'm going to click over right now. And this will be the last one we look at for this video because I did want to keep it on the shorter end here on Friday night is the terms and conditions for Best Buy. We see it's last updated May 24th, 2018. So that's within a year, which is pretty good for terms and conditions on a website. Pretty standard. Best Buy is one of the places that I generally get a lot of electronic software, uh, movies and things of that nature. And it goes over terms and conditions for what it means to essentially use the website and to buy things. And they have what we have seen in kind of the same type of notion in the GameStop and Electronics Boutique or EB Games side of things. Order confirmation. Our order confirmation to you does not signify our acceptance of your order. Uh, so just to go back to law school for a minute, a contract requires an offer and an acceptance of that offer. And so they're saying the order confirmation does not signify our acceptance of your offer for money in exchange for goods nor does it constitute confirmation of our offer to sell. At any time after receipt of your order, we may accept, decline, or place quantity or other limits on your order for any reason. We may impose those limits on a per person, per household, per order, or any other basis. If we reject, limit, or otherwise modify your order, we will attempt to notify you using the email address you provided to us. If we cancel an order or part of an order that we've already charged you for, we'll refund you the full amount of the canceled portion of the order. Just like EB Games, just like GameStop, just like a number of any other places you could find on the web, they say, hey, you put this order in, we send you an email saying we've got it, and that's all it means. We got what you sent us, we understand what you want, 
we can turn around and say, oh, there was a pricing error. Oh, we don't want to sell it to you. Oh, we don't like selling to places in Michigan. They can make that determination on their own. And that's very useful for the commercial side of things. They want to have that, right? You don't know what's going to come up. That's why you write language in terms of conditions so broadly is you don't know what problems are going to occur. These businesses are in the business of selling you things to make money, to make the margin difference between the wholesale price and the retail price. They want to sell you the thing, and that's what basically makes this machine work. But from a legal perspective, there is essentially no guarantee that when you make a pre-order at a Best Buy, or even when you make an order of something that's actually out at a Best Buy, and to some extent the other places as well, that you're going to get that thing. And so my recommendation to you, and we're going to we're going to close up this video really with, with these thoughts is to understand what you're getting into with the pre-order. When you've got an exclusive product that's for, available for sale at a place like GameStop, like the limited edition Kingdom Hearts 3 PlayStation 4 Pro, I, I understand why it makes sense to, hey, I might be interested in that. Let's get in line. Let's get my money in. Let's, let's pre-order that. So my general recommendation to people to not pre-order things because it doesn't do a lot for them maybe makes a modicum of sense in this particular instance, which is a very limited product exclusively available at a single store. That makes sense to me to go and pre-order that. But your brain space should be as such. Hey, they don't have an obligation to get this to me. They might only get 80% of their allotment. They might get 70%. They might get 60%. And there's going to be a lot of people that have this canceled on them. And I need to go in with that notion. I should not be selling my PlayStation 4 uh, when I order this thing a month ago. I should not be making any other steps that could be deleterious, that could harm me, that could damage me if this thing doesn't come through. I should have a backup plan in case this thing doesn't come through because that's the terms and conditions, that's the legal rights and obligations and environment that you're entering into. Uh, and so that's really all I wanted to say today. I think it's a very sad story. I'm excited about Kingdom Hearts 3 coming out next week. I didn't get a limited edition console because I already have a PlayStation 4 Pro, but I very much feel for the people that did have one on order that have it canceled by GameStop. Uh, unfortunately, this particular circumstance doesn't necessarily appear to be uh, an evil one. Uh, certainly, you could say GameStop maybe had a number that Square Enix gave them and that they went over. That's certainly what the over allotment language would seem to indicate. And that is, at bare minimum, an error, as they themselves admit. But on top of that, you can also see GameStop is offering a certain amount of recompense in terms of the $25 gift certificate that, as we just saw in the terms and conditions, is not required legally for them to give. So it's really a matter of them trying to look at least reasonably good to the outside world. It's a matter of public relations, uh, of PR, to give that money to these folks that had it canceled because they have every reason to complain. They thought they had something and now they don't. And since GameStop spent the money to make sure they were the exclusive outlet to sell these things, the fact that they don't have them to sell to people that wanted them does reflect negatively on the brand and on the goodwill uh, of GameStop itself. Uh, so that's my thoughts this Friday evening. If you have any thoughts of your own on the pre-ordering process, on your own excitement for Kingdom Hearts 3, or the fact that you already have a pre-order on the Kingdom Hearts 3 limited edition console that you're really looking forward to and you didn't have it canceled, or you did have it canceled, uh, please give me some comments. Uh, give me some feedback here. I love to have those discussions. It's why I do this. I love to have that interaction on this website and to put these videos together. If you like this video, please do like, please subscribe. 
I think I'm supposed to say something about ringing a bell. Uh, you know, I'm older. I still am new to this YouTube thing. So do whatever it is that you're supposed to do to indicate that you like this channel and you like this content. And feel free to follow me on Twitter or anywhere else. Uh, I am talking about these things pretty constantly. Uh, if you have any other uh, questions or thoughts or feedback on what you'd like to see on this channel or otherwise, please let me know. Uh, and have a great Friday evening and a wonderful weekend. Thank you so very much for watching.